Hello, and welcome to Birth of Family Church Podcast. We trust that you'll find an encouraging word to strengthen your walk with the Lord. And if you're visiting the area, or if you're looking for a good church home, come check us out at birthedfamilychurch.org. There you can find our location and service times. Thanks again for tuning in. God bless. Welcome to everybody here. Uh, see you guys out there. See the whites here. I was trying to. Hallelujah. Uh, and uh, Pastor said you're live streaming also. Is that correct? Hallelujah. So welcome to everyone that's online. Is this on Facebook also? Okay. So if there's a red box, that means you're watching something that's live. If there is no red box, it means you're watching a rebroadcast. But we would encourage you to still uh, participate in all the acts of faith, like raising your hand, like amening. Um, and you can put in the comments as we start praying things that you're getting as you pray. The more you acknowledge, the more you'll get. Hallelujah. So I would ask everyone present here with me and online uh, to go ahead and do uh, an act of faith, which is to raise one hand towards heaven, and we're going to ask for unction. Hallelujah. If Paul the Apostle had to ask for unction, everybody else has to also. And so, Father God, we magnify the powerful name of Jesus that name that's above every name, that the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will frankly and openly confess that Jesus is Lord. We magnify the name. We exalt the name. We do all in that name. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he'll save his own people from their sins. And so now in that name, we ask in accordance with Ephesians 6, 19 and 20, we ask that you would grant to me unction tonight. I ask that you would grant everyone praying here unction opening our mouths boldly to make known the mystery on the inside of us as it ought to be made known tonight. Now, if you believe that, whether here or online, we ask that you would raise another hand and give him a shout. Hallelujah, Lord! Glory to God. Amen. Well, these meetings were very sudden, and so um, <clears throat> it's not like I prayed for like four months for him. So uh, we're just kind of trusting the Lord the way they're going. So we've actually had some other prayer meetings already. Uh, Monday morning we prayed. We talked a little bit about the mechanics of United Prayer, the technical side. And then last night we prayed, and uh, we instilled or we um, did the format that you'll find, if you want, on prayerschool.com. That's how to lead large groups. What do we consider a large group? We consider a large group of four people or more. Um, and so uh, we did that format last night, a very concise format, an easy format. And, you know, prayer sometimes like, well, we don't want structure. Well, that's fine. 
Uh, but uh, there, if you look through the Word of God, there's structure in the Lord's Prayer. There is structure in the epistle prayers. There's structure when the apostles come together to pray. There's always this structure and a format that recurs more and more where they start off magnifying the Lord. Hallelujah. Then they make their requests known. Amen. And then they just see where the Lord's leading them in that prayer time, and then they always end with shouts of victory or magnifying the Lord. And this is a great uh, format. Hallelujah. And we also put a ton of word at the helm of our prayer time. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is called to confirm the word. And we want him helping us in prayer. We want him actually leading us in prayer. Hallelujah. So the formats are not there to fight you. They're there to help. Hallelujah. So again, if you want to see those formats, you can go to prayerschool.com. That's spelled P-R-A-Y-E-R-S-K-O-O-L.com. And if you hit on the entrance curriculum, that has the small group format. That's two to three. Very simple, but it always ensures unction. And once it's in you, it's in you. Hallelujah. And then uh, uh, the leading uh, large groups is on the tab that says leading large groups. And so um, then within also the entrance curriculum tab, there are six videos. And they talk about uh, how to just shore up your individual prayer life. Because united prayer, that's where people come together, is based on individual prayer lives. We're not here just to scam on the corporate anointing. But a strong united prayer is built off of strong individual prayer lives. So if you go through those six videos there, dude, your prayer life will take off immediately. You don't have to wait a long time. I think the first one talks about the mighty Ephesians prayer. And that dovetails with how to read your Bible. Hallelujah. Then the next one is speaking in tongues, the scriptural basis for speaking in tongues, which will actually cause your prayer language to become even more inhabited. I think the third one is praying for your pastor, which is a powerful doorway to find the plan of God for your own life. Um, and then the fourth one probably talks about corporate prayer. Uh, I think the other one talks about um, actually the subject of righteousness. Because the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic, and it's working. And we don't hear people preaching about righteousness, but righteousness is not what your brain says it is or what the world says it is. Righteousness is what God says it is. And it fights against religion, or it supersedes it's a better word. And then I think that last one there uh, is helps ministry. Because if you're helping in prayer, you should probably be helping in the local church. Hallelujah. Keep you from getting goofy. Hallelujah. And then there is another video I added on there of a lady that I studied prayer under. Her name is Patsy Caminetti. And uh, she did an extraordinary teaching. I'm going to be blending a couple of those teachings together because I was greatly affected and still am by her ministry. And so <clears throat> uh, she basically raised up the, uh, the prayer department there at Rama, And that department, that ministry is built on groups, at, when I was there, 200, uh, composed of two to three people. And it's so funny, that's just two to three people. But I believe she had a revelation of agreement. And that with those small groups of two to three, boy, you could get some tight agreement. Hallelujah. And uh, I don't go for this thing, well, there's an open heaven over this ministry or, you know, stuff like that. But I will say this, when you step on Raymond campus, it feels different. 
Hallelujah. And she used to say things like, you know, here at Ramah, they'll give you tours. You know, you go around and you see the RMA and the gym and everything's quite amazing. But she goes, they never take you back in the generator room. And she goes, but I'll tell you, if that generator room went out, <laughs> it, you wouldn't be able to be doing nothing here. And she said, that's what those prayer groups are. They are not the source of the prayer, but they make tremendous power available. Hallelujah. And so uh, let's look very quickly at the Ephesians prayer, get some scripture out there so the Holy Ghost will help me. Ephesians chapter 1. We will be praying tonight. We are going to do some teaching, though. Uh, sometimes when pastors, used to be, not anymore, come in, they go, we just want to pray. And I'm like, then I don't know why you brought me in. <laughs> because it's to bring in doctrine, hallelujah, and reestablish, inspire, and go further. Hallelujah. Every year, Reverend Kenneth Hagin at Winter Bible Seminar, he w it was a prayer seminar. Uh, where he would go in again and teach the basic principles, hallelujah, and, pe and you would get strong again. And I remember Patsy saying that it would streamline you, streamline you and get off excess baggage and make your prayer life effectual again. And um, she would say that the number one place to pick up excess baggage or get off track very quickly is in prayer. Hallelujah. So Ephesians 1.17, this is a mighty prayer, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. You looking for the glory? It's right here in this prayer. Hallelujah. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance that's on the inside of the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to a working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above principalities, powers, mights, and dominions, and every name that's named, not only in this age, but in that which is to come. Now, this sentence is in here. Christians many times become very natural-minded, but you were never built to live here forever. You were built to be trained here to get ready to go to the next dispensation. And we are bumping up against that dispensation. And if you pray this prayer, God will show you what you're called to do. You'll become an effectual labor. But you'll also start touching the powers of the ages yet to come. You know, God is not boring. He penned the book of Ezekiel through Ezekiel. And there's some pretty weird stuff in there. And then there's the book of Revelations. He's not just a boring God that's just like, I'm just going to, you know, talk to you with these building blocks. I want, he wants us to come up higher, Amen. hallelujah, where we're built to rule and reign. Oh, and I'm wearing overalls because pastor said I could, hallelujah. And so <laughs> I'm in Colorado right now, hallelujah. <coughs> I like this, it's just pants that hang on you. You can't beat that, hallelujah. And it says here, verse 22, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is actually his body, which is actually the fullness of him, that filleth all in and through all. And that word there, that little phrase, means he's going to fill everything with himself, outer space with himself. Hallelujah. And so that's the prayer that we'll probably put at the helm of praying tonight. But I do want to talk about corporate prayer and some of the notes. I went to Miss Patsy Caminay's meeting in uh, February in California, I was just stunned. Hallelujah. She said some very unusual things. And I will say this. This is still a recurring theme from Sunday morning where I talked about and showed that video about it's very important that you believe the message of faith. 
it's very important that you believe we have authority because not all Christians believe that. It's very important. Hallelujah. It's very important that you believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues because not all Christians believe that. Is that Sharon doing that? Your truck was awesome. Hallelujah. Huh? Yeah, I might rent a truck when we go to New York. I because I got a good rate and it's like big old Ford thing. I don't know. It's gonna be awesome. Plus overalls. I don't know what's happening to me. Pray, pray for me. So uh, it's awesome. Yeah. So so you're incredibly important that you believe that, and it's very important that we esteem that, no matter how many people are here or not here. I'm I've come too late to change. Hallelujah. It's so important what's on the inside of you. And every part of the body has a place, and so do we. <laughs> we do. Hallelujah. We're going to look at this. Hallelujah. So one thing she said is the first body of Christ set a precedence and a pattern for the second body of Christ. What are we talking about? The first body was Jesus walking around in a canister called his own body. We, however, after the death, burial, and resurrection are his body now. And then she went on to say, the first coming, the first coming of God uh, prepared the body. The second coming is preparing a body also. You see, before Jesus showed up, the old, whole Old Testament prophesied him. Before Jesus came on the scene, the whole Old Testament prayed about him. All that preparation was done for the first body of Christ to come down. And there is preparation for the next body of Christ, the head to come down and the body to be lifted up to meet him. Hallelujah. And so I'm really cutting this short, but uh, she did say this about these epistle prayers. So good. Uh, the epistle prayers, she said, is like, uh, it's like when you pray the Ephesians prayer, it's like you're taking a microphone. So without my microphone, I can say little things, you know. But with a microphone, I, my voice goes out. She said, when you pray these epistle prayers, it amplifies your voice and it goes out throughout the whole world. It's like a platform. It's stairs. Hallelujah. Doesn't take any more energy to pray for the body than it, than it does regular prayers. But this, when we pray the Ephesians prayer, which does dump us into prayer for the body, it affects the whole world. Hallelujah. When you pray them, you are praying from the same place the Apostle Paul prayed from. I know, it's quite amazing. He was in the Spirit when he prayed those prayers. His place in the Spirit is where you'll be praying from when you pray those prayers. So these people that just go off willy-nilly, why don't we start with something like this? A Spirit-breathed prayer that we are assured we will have unction on. And isn't that easier? Have you ever tried to pray without the Word? You're sitting there, thinking about your grocery list, oppressed, just praying in tongues, you know what I mean? Ugh. And I like what my husband says, like, these prayers are doorways. He said, well, if you want to go back, or want to go outside, there's an exit door right there. If you want to go outside, you could haul off and just try to run through the wall. But it might be easier if you just went through a door. <laughs> Hallelujah, because instantly you're in another place. Hallelujah. And so, oh, this is so good, hallelujah. So, uh, with regard to corporate prayer or united prayer, we do have some technical things that we like to discuss. 
First of all, when you come to United Prayer, uh, we would ask that you would lift your voice. Hallelujah. It may seem odd. It's, this, it's, that's how unified, that's how we are unified in corporate prayer, and we have scriptural precedents. You don't have to turn there. But in Acts 2, 4 through 13, when they were praying in other tongues, and when the, pen, when the Holy Ghost got poured out, the people of the city heard them. Okay, their voices were lifted in that unified prayer. Acts four twenty four says it just flat out says they raised their voice. Uh, Acts ten uh, it says Peter said, "Well, the Holy Ghost got poured out on the, uh, on them like on us at the beginning, for they heard them speak in other tongues." So when we come together, we lift our voice. It's an act of faith. Hallelujah. Acts sixteen, Paul and Silas in the prison. The prisoners heard them praying. So when we come to united prayer, we lift our voice, hallelujah, in other tongues, amen? Acts 19, it says that they spoke with other tongues. How'd they know that? They heard them, hallelujah. So it is scriptural, when we come together to pray unitedly, we lift our voice, hallelujah. Um, then also when we come to united prayer, it's important to believe that you hear from God. Now I do have this. All this stuff's online. People always give me homework. <laughs> I probably should load it on there. This is just a very simple format for your prayer life at home. What's the format? Pray Ephesians 1:17 through 23 over yourself out loud. Open your Bible and begin to read the epistles. Uh, write down any scripture that jumps out at you. Dare to write down what you think God be, might be saying to you about that scripture. Then when you go to pray at home, start with the Ephesians prayer again. You're like, am I going to be praying that a lot? Yes. And then after you pray the Ephesians prayer, then pray in your understanding. Don't hit tongues yet. Hit it. Hit it in understanding and see how far you go. You don't got to wait around. Hit it. Just start praying out of your understanding and see what happens. Amen. And then when you run out of stuff, go into other tongues. When we know not what to pray for as we ought, then the Holy Ghost goes to make intercession. So we want to pray as much as we know. Hallelujah. And it's cool. You may slip right into prophecy immediately. Hallelujah. And then, of course, end up just magnifying God. Hallelujah. I'll post both of these on our website. Hallelujah. But this is what the Bible says about when you come together for united prayer. This is why I call on people. Because nanner, nanner, nanner. The word tells me you guys got stuff. The word tells me you guys get stuff in prayer. And I don't know what other people's calls are, but I have a call for united prayer. And to me, the most precious thing is to see what God would say through you. I think the reason that God has a, has a body to express him is because you could never just put him into one little, you know, corner. That the only way there would be a, a full expression of him is all of you. Hallelujah. The diverse ways that you see God. That not unscriptural, but the diverse ways that he speaks to you. Amen. I remember one time, Patsy Kim was talking about something. She goes, now when I was praying, I had this thought or whatever of a space capsule out in space. And you know how the, the astronauts sometimes will go outside the capsule. They're in the suit and they got like a tube that's connected to it right? And she goes, I was praying, and I thought of this picture in my heart that there was a space capsule, and then the astronauts floating out there <laughs> with a tube, you know, to it. And she said, the other astronauts in the, in the uh, capsule there, 
were trying to cut his lifeline. And what they were using were their tongues. Now, I'm like, uh, couldn't, Lord, couldn't you just told her, <laughs> hey, they're talking bad about a church member. But no, you know what I mean? He's, God's got to do it, you know, in an expressive way, and everybody sees stuff differently. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's an incredibly precious thing. It's incredibly precious and valuable, and I covet it. Hallelujah. To hear what God would say through you. I know I was teaching prayer. I have this in my book, too, Tony Talks in Tongues. One little boy, a lot of times kids, when they pray, they see the coming of the Lord. And uh, he said, I saw Jesus coming back. I'm like, that's cool. And he goes, he was in a car. And I'm like, that's different. <laughs> but I didn't tell him that, you know. But he goes, I saw him coming back in a car. I'm like, okay, you know, at least he didn't say something about Batman, you know what I mean? But then I went to read my Bible, and I came across the scripture. It says, he makes his chariots, the clouds his chariots. So, you know, this little boy saw something that I didn't see. Every one of you is incredibly precious. That's why I ask what you guys get. And the other reason is, neener, neener, neener. This says you do get stuff. 1 Corinthians 14, 26 says, whenever you come together. Oh, only when Dana's there teaching prayer wearing overalls. Oh, only when Pastor Bruce is there. This was written before Pastor Bruce was born. 1 Corinthians 14, 26 says, whenever you, whenever you come together, each of you, what? yeah, each of you has a psalm, wow. a hymn, a tongue, wow, a revelation, has an interpretation, and this is where we also get the scripture that says, let all things be done for edification or in order. Because he's saying, y'all get so much stuff that it has to be done orderly. Or we just have a madhouse here. That's how much you get. Go ahead and lift one hand and say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let's do it. Lift your hand. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I have an unction. <clears throat> That's a whole other scripture I didn't read. Thank you, Father. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, I got an unction. I know your voice. I can speak in psalms, hymns, tongues, revelations. I can prophesy. And give them a shout like you believe it. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's good, isn't it? Hallelujah. And so uh, that's what we do when we come to corporate prayer. Now, in the, in the dynamic of united prayer, we're going to look at some things that happen. Hallelujah. Let's do go to this scripture, Matthew 18. Matthew 18. So like right now, we have someone at our church back home in California who's in surgery right now. And so what I did was, I got exactly what that surgeon said and what they're wanting to do and what we're believing, and I got it out to three other prayers. And I'm like, are, what, are we agreeing on this? Yes, we are. Hallelujah. And once we agree on it, we're looking for a praise report on it. We're not messing around. Hallelujah. So Matthew 18 here, and I know you know this verse, Matthew 18 and verse 19. Again, again. I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it's going to be done for them by my Father in heaven. He said, we're two or three 
It's incredibly powerful. That's why it's good not to look at other people and other churches and other prayer meetings. <laughs> I'd rather be with my own company. You couldn't force me away from it. Hallelujah. But where two or three are gathered, powerful things happen. And he's already saying the word again here. Why is he saying again? Because he said it before in verse 16 of the same chapter. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, everything can be established. We're moving along. One more scripture. We got a doctrine. Keep in continuing on. Matthew 18, 20. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the middle of them. And you can see this recurring thing throughout scripture, too. Keeps talking about two people. So we got plenty here to affect change. Do you agree with me? Yes. yes. Hallelujah. And like with Pastor David Kramer, you know, we started off with just, the first group was just two little ladies praying. Hallelujah. And now we got groups coming out the ears. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so when we come together, we want to lift our voice. We want to believe that we're getting stuff. We want to speak in other tongues. Hallelujah. And we're coming together to agree. Now, uh, some of the things that she was saying here, she wanted to look at Luke 9. Because again, whatever we see in the first body of Christ, we can see uh, uh, um, a foretaste or a preview of what the second body of Christ, us, is going to look like. So we're looking at Luke 9, let's uh, see here. Yes, Luke 9, 28. Hallelujah. So now she said, uh, yeah, so, so here, Luke 9, 28. Now it came to pass about eight days after these sayings that he, Jesus, took Peter, John, and James and went up on the mountain to pray. He had a lot of disciples, right? And he didn't just have the 12, he had more than that. Hallelujah. He had different configurations. But here, for this prayer meeting, he took three people with him. Hallelujah. It says here, he took Peter, John, and James and went up on the mountain to what? Pray. This is a prayer meeting. Hallelujah. And it's verse 29. As he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered, and his robe became white and glistening. So just those three guys up there with Jesus in their midst, where two or three are gathered, hey, I'm right in the midst of them, he said. And look what starts happening to the body of Christ when this, uh, this is all hooked up the way it's supposed to be. The glory of God starts coming on the body of Christ. And the body of Christ is transfigured. And this happened before the death, burial, and resurrection. And what Patsy said there was, this endowment of power had to come on the body of Jesus at that time to do the next phase of what he was called to do. It's the same with us. And just two or three can start agreeing, and the glory of God will be poured out. Hallelujah. And behold, verse 30, see, now the powers of the age yet to come. See, when you're praying like this, you know who's pushing this way towards us? Heaven. Heaven's pushing this way while we're pushing this way. Said so the powers of the ages yet to come. Look who showed up. Hallelujah. And behold, two men were with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in the glory there. Hallelujah. And spoke of his decease, which he was about to accomplish in Jerusalem. See, Jesus is about to go through a big deal here. And God the Father is pouring out the glory so he can finish this thing up. Because the glory is what we use. Are you with me still? 
Hallelujah. Verse 32, but Peter rose with them. He was heavy with sleep, and they were fully awake. They saw his glory and two men who stood with him. Then it happened as they were parting from him, Peter said to Jesus, you know, let, let's build this thing. Uh, verse 34, but while he was saying this, a cloud overshadowed them, and they were fearful as they entered the cloud. So this is a picture of what's going to happen to us and is happening. The glory's being poured out, and here comes that cloud. And last time I checked, we're going to meet him in a cloud. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, again, you might be saying, well, what about these other churches and the way they pray? I don't care. <laughs> I care what I know from the scriptures. I care uh, about staying near sound doctrine and praying in other tongues and gathering together in strong agreement. Hallelujah. Not willy-nilly goofy stuff. Hallelujah. And as we do that, see, we're being, we're assembling more and more. And we start seeing that day approaching. If people don't like you or agree with you, you're fine. Hallelujah. You know, when Jesus, after the death, burial, and resurrection, not everybody saw him. He only appeared to his own. And then on that day when he ascended on high, he was just with his own. People think all Jerusalem's there with, you know, popcorn watching on binoculars. Very unusual wording there. He appeared to them, hallelujah, by revelation. In the last days, it'll seem like we're being swept away more and more. That old song, uh, David Ingalls, you know. Uh, There's a whole lot of people going home. By the sign of times, it won't be long. In a twinkling of an eye, we'll all, we'll all be gone. There's a whole lot of people going home. And one of those verses is, But they'll all be too busy going nowhere. They won't even notice that we're gone. See, already there's being a division, yes. dividing out. Yes. Yes. And it's fine. Hallelujah. We're going. Come with us. But we're going. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, glory. Good. We got good unction there. Hallelujah. Now, this is what she said. Brother Hagin said in the end, it's going to be a quick work. And uh, she said, fingers of the next dispensation are reaching into this dispensation. She said it took thousands and thousands of years of preparation, and then Jesus showed up. And then once he showed up, it was 30 years. He walked around. And then it was three years of actual ministry. See how things are getting shorter, shorter, shorter? And then there was three days and nights in the tomb, and boom, the dispensations changed. Hallelujah. That's what we're lining up for. The glory of God is being poured out, and we're getting ready to shift dispensations. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, so that's really good, right? <laughs> Whatever. These notes are so precious. Hallelujah. And so as we pray together, is the body, like that prayer meeting there. Hallelujah. The glory of God begins to be poured out. Amen. And we, we follow the word in the spirit and we are able to touch events and alter them. And we are also able to send labors to nations. We are able to call forth the reign of God in the earth. Hallelujah. We are able to have wisdom and revelation of what we are called to do. Hallelujah. We, uh, we were going to the drive-thru at Wendy's and the lady handing us our nuggets said her back was hurting. Well, you know, Pastor Marianne just prayed for her real quick and then asked for our sweet and sour sauce. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, <clears throat> you know, and they see you coming, dude, especially if you've been in a prayer meeting. You glow like a light bulb. Hallelujah. That's also what United Prayer does, but also it unifies us more and more. We start going places like a vehicle. Hallelujah. 
And I start wondering about this. Because, you know, I'm like, God, why do you keep provoking me more and more? Go, go further with you. Well, you know, don't turn there. But in 1 Corinthians 12, 26, it says, If one part of the body suffers, the other parts suffer. It says, If one part is honored, then all the other parts are honored. So if one part starts touching the glory more and more, it seems to me, if one part of the body starts touching the transforming glory of God more and more, the rest of the body's going to be affected. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. You know, when I get on an airplane, I don't have to know how to fly the airplane. I just sit down, get some peanuts, and here we go. And so maybe some people are pilots on this plane where we're going. All I know is I got to keep pressing toward him. All I know is I got to keep praying that Ephesians prayer and pressing on in to know him more and more and working with the power of God so that the lost will come in and the rain comes and then we go to meet him. Are you with me here? Keep reaching for that glory. Keep touching that glory. And if one part is affected, the rest will be affected. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Maybe some people are pilots. Hey. Now, there was another thing here, too. I will just share this, and then we'll pray. Dude, it's freaking me out, man. So I've heard things, too, about physical moving here. So, like, uh, when Pastor Marianne and Miss Sharon and all of us were back there praying, they said uh, sometimes, it's not a doctrine, and you've got no scripture for it nor against it, but sometimes in a prayer meeting, you just want to move over there and maybe touch them or hold their hand or something. Don't do it without them saying you can. You know what I mean? Some people are like, I don't want to lay hands on you. I'm like, get out of here, man. <laughs> you know, that's not something you force your, you know, don't do it hastily. You know what I mean? And uh, so, yeah. And then Pastor Mary and I, we, we did some stuff this morning working the word together. And uh, we came to the church to do that. And in prayer school, I, we, uh, prayer school only runs on groups that meet at the church. We're not going to meet in someone's kitchen, you know, and be all lax about that. We're going to come to the church. Come to the church, you know? And uh, I don't know. There's something about it. Now, Miss Patsy Caminetti, if I got this right, she said that the Lord started dealing with her about going to the church and praying because her and her husband passed her. And she's like, Lord, I, well, I can, I can stay at my house. You know what I mean? And, you know, she didn't say this, but, you know, I can have your coffee and, you know, you don't necessarily have to brush your teeth. And, you know, you can just get in there. Hallelujah. But the Lord's like, go to the church. And she goes, yeah, but I got to turn the lights and stuff on. And I thought she said for two years she said no. Or not like no, but you know what I mean? Just something like, you know. And I thought you were even saying, Pastor Bruce, that you kind of pray different sometimes up at the church. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, so she decided to do it. I'm just going to do it. Isn't that funny? Just obey him in the littlest things, right? And so she said she went to the church, and she turned all the lights on, just her. And she said, um, she said, she started just praying, tearing up Jack, you know what I mean? Nothing. <laughs> and then so she tried to do some other stuff, praying, nothing. And finally, she said, uh, what do you want from me? Or something like that. What? And then she just got quiet. And then I thought what she said, I, I think this, what she saw, the Lord was in her heart, but let me see how she said it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, she was saying that. 
She says, we talk about Jesus, and he is our friend. Amen. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. But she said, and we're like, oh, Jesus loves me. High five, Jesus. You know, you're my buddy. You know what I mean? But she said this time, she said, as she was standing there, all of a sudden, there he was in the sanctuary. And she said, he wasn't looking at me. And uh, I was just like, what is he doing, you know? And she said he was standing there in the church, and he was looking out like that. And, and it was quite sobering. And she said, we say Jesus in fun and high-five and laughing, but the fear of God came into the room. And she said he stood in the church sanctuary. He was not looking at her. He was not looking at their church. He was looking at the church, which is his body. And she said, he was saying, I'm going to have it my way with the body of Christ. And she said, he was standing in his office as the head of the church. <laughs> so, you know, we just looked at the power of two or three coming together, didn't we? And we looked at that passage where Jesus says, I'm going to take three guys with me up on a mountain. And I'm going to draw a picture of what the, my body will be like after my death, burial, and resurrection. I don't know what the rest of the body of Christ is doing, but I know what me and my company are doing. And, it's, and, and we got to pray this Ephesians prayer. And we got to pray these epistle prayers. And we got to pray for labors to go out. And as we do, this Ephesians prayer will cause, you see the Gamachama. And you see in the restoration of the Freddy You see at the end of Zan Solo, Genemakasavatalo, a generation. Be brave. Boy, that brave word just keeps coming up, Peter. Uh, courage. At the end of it, ha 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 ha, the church. Which, and gave him to be head over the church, which is his body, which is the fullness of him, that filleth all in all. We get, that's the end of the prayer, dude. That's the destiny we're going towards. And so when we come together, we're a microbody. We are a representation, a first fruit of the body of Christ at large. If we can pray together here, hallelujah, and agree, hey, then so can the rest of the body of Christ. Amen. If we can come together and touch the glory of God, hallelujah, if one part can access that glory, then the rest of the body can be infected with it also. And as this happens, the head of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, begins to bleed out into the world. Hallelujah. And that glory that Jesus had, he was endued with that glory to do the last things he had to do. <laughs> Amen. The glory is not something that we just see on a plaque in a Christian bookstore. It is required. It is a tool that we must have. Come on. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Um, I'm building a different kind of Christmas tree at home. And I want to put a train set right in the middle of it so that it runs around the tree not the bottom in the middle and I've been trying to do it and it's just awful <laughs> and so you know I go to the Home Depot 
And I asked this guy who's got a big tool belt on, I need a saw. Oh, he got so excited. What kind of saw you want? And I'm like, what you got? And he goes, follow me. And so he takes me over here, you know what I mean, to all these saws, you know. And I call Lonnie, and I'm like, because I think I need to cut out a circle, you know, for the train. And I go, hey, Lonnie, uh, you know, do I need a bandsaw? He goes, you don't need a bandsaw. You don't need a chainsaw. Get home here, and we'll talk about it. I think what I need is a jigsaw, or a saw with a thingy, jikamanga daka. Yeah, the person I am. Yeah. I talk in tongues to the Home Depot guy. It's way better than what I've been trying to use. Right? Like a little saw? <laughs> or even just like a little knife? No. I need a specialized saw so I can do what I need to do. And the glory is not just some bubbly, ugly thing in a worship song. It is necessary. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in the glory. Hallelujah. The glory is what we need. Hallelujah. And the glory is what we will have. Hallelujah. Because we got the recipe right here. Amen. It's so great you follow the recipe. I, I don't want to do something stupid, try to make it myself. Maybe Miss, Miss Sharon's mom can cook like that. You know, they go in there and throw stuff in there. It tastes great. I do that. It tastes like someone's laundry's on our stove. I need a recipe with a picture. And maybe, I don't know, coloring book with it. But I got a recipe right here. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. Hallelujah. And whatever they ask, it'll be done for them. Amen. And we're asking for the glory. We're praying the Ephesians prayer. Hallelujah. So I'm going to start us off praying. Hallelujah. You go ahead and lift your voice, and we'll see where we go. Hallelujah. Father God, we worship you, and we magnify the name of Jesus. This is important. Hallelujah. This is important. Hallelujah. You might think it's not, but it is. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's lift our hands. Glory to God. We magnify the one who gave his blood for the church to have the glory. We magnify the one. Yes, he gave his blood for our healing. But he gave our, his blood for the glory of God to be poured out. Hallelujah. Not only did he give his blood for it, it was bought and paid for, hallelujah, but also he walked in the pattern for us to follow. Please lift these uh, prayer languages up. Come on. I want to hear them. I want to hear your tongues. Go ahead. Good. A little bit louder. My God, we ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. We ask. Yeah, it's like Tulsa keeps coming up, doesn't it? Yes. We ask you, Father God, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. The eyes of our understanding. Being enlightened, and we know the hope of your calling. And the glorious inheritance inside us. That's how we got to pray. That's how we got to pray. We got to let it out. Hallelujah. Because it's on the inside. Hallelujah. The glorious inheritance in the saints, saints, the plural saints, as they come together. Glory in the individual bodies, but glory in the localized bodies of churches. 
Hey! We ask you for the glory. It's inheritance. It's our inheritance. The glory is our inheritance. In the saints uh, and the exceeding greatness of the power which you wrought in Christ. When you raised him from the dead and you seated him at your right hand in the heavenlies. Above, hey, all principalities, powers, mights, and dominions, and every name that's named, both now and in the ages yet to come. And you gave him to be head over the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Yeah, Oprah, Oprah, we lift her up too. Major in the mansolo brafato. Oh my God, Pour out your glory. Benghazi as no more. In DC. In DC, pour it out of Osavaseve. No diverse. In Inshan, Inshan, yeah, that's a word too. In Inshan, a lot of nations being prayed. Keep lifting your voice in other tongues so I can hear it. Yeah, 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 let me hear it in the manchele de seta. Abria bandoro brofa bierasaya. My God, Messiah is a fenter manchele veto. That fentanyl, fentanyl, we come against fentanyl. Oju vaju jaji angelibos angelic assistance. Verasaya soto. I see it in the mamea tomanamba. Mumbai, Mumbai, Mumbai. Hey! Jaeger is a commando. Jaeger is a bancholo broto. Jaeger in America so fatolo brocha. Glory to God. Now we come against the devil and drug abuse. Keep praying. It's the church's fault. Keep praying. It's the church's fault because they have not distributed the new wine. They have not been getting people drunk in the Holy Ghost. If the church would obey me and get people drunk in the Holy Ghost, they wouldn't desire the world. <laughs> oh, pour it out, my God. <laughs> pour it out, my God. <laughs> Laborers with the power of the Holy Ghost, bartenders of the last days. Send them out. What's that frenzy? What is a frenzy? Glory in the Vetcher Virtue is the Manchelebe. We ask you, my God, that you would send forth labors. We keep praying. Apostles, in, in, in December, in December, what's that? December, September. In the number it was written of me. In a man celebro postelevato. Oh, body of Christ, wake up! Eyes of the body be enlightened. Hear the voice of your calling. The upward call. Come up hither. Come up hither. 
Come up hither to the throne of God. Be lifted up by the power of the Ventura Masoto. Ventura, Ventura. Come on up hither. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up in the name of Jesus. The real woke generation. The real woke generation. Wake up! Apostles of Messiah. Apostles of the Messiah. Apostles of the coming of the Lord. Bring them forth, my God, with messages of the Merakaya soul. Bring them forth with messages of the coming of the Lord. He's coming. Jesus is coming. <laughs> come, Lord Jesus, come. Uwe's eyes are the Kamashi Gemeli Samaya. Up higher we go into the Remanisa Davaso. Like a ladder, like a ladder. It's easy, it's easy. Be lifted up in the Mashea soul. Be lifted up by edification. Be lifted up by a revelation of what you're called to do. Be lifted up to do what you're called to do. And be lifted up to meet him at the coming of the Lord too. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, body of Christ, wake up. And that means us too. Hallelujah. See your Savior and bravando levese. See your Messiah. See the fisher of the men. Follow him, follow him. And the glory is your friend. To catch men. Hallelujah. And bring them home again. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Uh, keep praying. Joy, come up here. Come up here. Who's Jojo? Come on up. Come on up, sweetie. Come on. Hallelujah. Let me help you. Good. Come here. Now the microphone's on here. Keep praying. Just pray anything that's on your heart in English. Yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Maybe labors to the manjeleves. Oh, yes. 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 Yes.
Oh, Sinipagosinete. Yes, Sinipagosinete. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Time, 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 time. La, Sinete, look at you, Sinete. Yes, time. Yes, Sinote. Make time, make time, make time. Make time. Time. Make time, make time, make time. Make time. Time for me, time for me. Oh, Sinote, look at you, Sinote. Make time for me. You're busy, 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 busy. Not for me. Not for me. Make time for me. Glory to God. Woo! Hey, dude. Yes, make time for him. Hallelujah. Let's help you. Come on. Okay? There you go. Let's agree with that. Father, we make time for you by faith. Let's say that. Say, Father God. Oh, it's a good prayer. Help me prioritize my life. Help me only to be busy knowing you more and more. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Lord. You're helping me. Putting you first place. And oh, it'll cause you to see the glory. Glory. Let's shout glory. Ready, get set, go. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The glory of God in this place right now. The glory of God on each face. Glory to God. We magnify the name of Jesus. We do not look to another, we look unto you. The glory of God in this place. Hallelujah. There's a song, I don't know. I don't know. I know one phrase, but surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Do they even know that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Look. 
Let's lift our hands while he sings. song God thank you that when we gathered together psalms hymns and spiritual songs came forth hallelujah glory to God hallelujah thank you for it father glory to God hallelujah Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I know we all get stuff. Hallelujah. But I think it's a good place to end right there. Hallelujah. Just praying out all kinds of things, different nations, people's names, odd things also. <laughs> that you don't got to figure out. You just pray. Hallelujah. But we're just so thankful for the glory manifesting in this place. Hallelujah. And we're so thankful for the boldness that was on this uh, joy. What? So cool. I haven't grabbed someone like that in a while. Hallelujah. Glory. One more time, we magnify the Lord. We magnify you, Lord. Help us, O oh God, to continue to press into your glory. We ask you for it, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you for sharing truck. Yeah, I whammy that truck. I love that truck. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's required equipment. Hallelujah. Well, it's good to be in the presence of the Lord, isn't it? It's it's so wonderful that that he's reserved that for when we get together. That that He can do so much more when we're together. And that's how he designed it. That's why he made us his body. So that we could handle his glory upon us. Oh, thank you for your presence. Oh, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your glory. All that you did, all that you did was to place your glory on us. Oh, the glorious church, the 
the separated and washed church. Sanctified. Made pure. 